And they're both cold, but now Devil has, you know, something on. And, I, and I'm protecting Boogie's vulnerable eyes from my chaps, so he's I, happy. Yeah, that's true. You should have seen his, his junk. His package was just on display. Okay, that's good. You yeah. know, why don't you nice. and Devil switch seats? <laughs> How does that sound? That's a, my then, legs are crossed. Yeah, right, just, 41. Just don't be doing any of that nine and a half week shit like in the middle when you're like, oh, you just want to get a rise out also, of Also, I'm wearing briefs. It's not like I'm wearing okay. like, the string that He's I should have been wearing. I'm not going to have okay. to like check out fucking Dell Hole. No. It's a nice package, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm going to blush over here. <laughs> it's so cute. Can you guys get a fucking room and we'll start a show? Sure. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Kathy's special place in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Greetings. I'm Kathy. Kind of fell flat, didn't it? Kind of did. <laughs> just we really. Did you always set it up for a big, just big. You know. Just, yeah. Well, you know, we're, I'm Count Boogie, and uh, over there we have Dell, and then we have Mew on the floor, and Devil is there, looking very Wednesday Adamy today, is. just doing doing some Wednesday thing. I'm just getting pumped, Kathy, because tomorrow. Remember, I told you I needed to push perverted podcast out. Into the world, and that the whole like we got, you know, the thinking atheist is going to drop hopefully at the end of the month, and uh, and maybe that'll be cool to to get some new listeners. But I said, what is it, James Corden? I talked about getting on on that show, and then so I figured I'd start. I go a little bit to the left of Corden, and uh, tomorrow night, uh, Mew and I are going on the Conan O'Brien show. Really. We are going. Look at me. Are we not going? Mew's nodding. Are we not going on the Conan O'Brien show? I don't We're going you fucking for a Conan. Second on the Conan O'Brien show, Kathy. Mew and I uh-huh. going on the Conan O'Brien show. She won't even talk on the show, but she's going on Conan. She's going on Conan. <laughs> I. I mean, we'll be in the audience. Uh huh. You know, we're not going to actually be on the show. I get it now. We're You're just, going into the just, audience. We're just part of the studio audience. But believe me. You can make some networking I'm re- I'm friends. Re- I'm going re- to network <laughs> with all the other people in parking lot eight gate, you know, and, uh, you know. It's How did good. you score tickets to uh, Kathy? Yes. It's, it's Count Boogie you're talking to. I you know. That's people. why I'm asking. Count, Count Boogie, a perverted <laughs> podcast. Actually, any loser can that's go true. to com and uh, and sign up to get on the waiting list for the shows. And then they ask you some questions. Of course, I said some fucking random crazy bullshit because they just want to make sure that the audiences are filled with people that right. are going to clap and cheer and not be idiots so uh, i guess i impressed them with whatever my gibberish was and and they said okay well let's let's see how you do come in and clap and so you and i are going to go see the conan show i love fucking conan i've loved him for a long time so it should be a, a lot of fun that's cool sometimes they bring the audience up maybe i mean i am totally ready to do pole dancing or you know, uh, massage my breasts on can I, whatever, man, it's fucking Conan. But so, you know, if we had a perverted podcast t-shirt, you could wear it. <laughs> I don't think I, <laughs> I'm actually surprised that we don't have that as random merch. I know. Yeah. I why put uh, our stuff up on, Oh, um, 
Who was it that put? He, he did Jay. our logo. Jay, Jay. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, he put our logo up on uh, on uh, Cafe Press. Yeah, we have it. Okay, but not going to be wearing that on the Conan show. I'm just going to be there, and uh, I'm going to be cool because I don't do that. I've, I mean, I've gotten on a lot of shows this way. I don't like oh, look at me because that's lame. Everyone fucking hates you when you do that because you're trying. But I'm going to chill in the back, and I'm just going to you know like hey Cone because I call him Cone like ice cream cone. That's what I call him. Which, by the way, if he opened up a store called Ice Cream Conan, you'd all buy. You'd buy, wouldn't you? Boogie, where are you going with this? I'm just letting you know, me and the cone, you know, if he's all of a sudden the show starts dipping and he looks over and he's like, hey, can you come, you know, sing for me or something? I just don't want you to get too You don't want me to get arrested is what you're saying. (laughs) That too. I'm not excited, Kathy. We're going to go. I'm going to see a a talk show host that I've loved for a long time. It's going to be a lot of fun. How fun. Then you'll have a lot to talk about next week. It it should be fun. Well, yes, seeing a professional show by people that are actually successful and have talent and get guests and and, uh, and take ha- money from people, and, and, and have a band, and uh, take money uh, from uh, you know greedy, horrible corporate uh, commercial networks. Uh, yeah, so that'll be good, and maybe a little inspiring. You know, maybe it'll be maybe I'll pick up some things. Maybe from we'll get some good material for the show. We'll just yeah, maybe I'll just be like, hey, you know what? We should get this big studio. This would be cool if we had the studio like Conan does. I think we would probably maybe you know go up a notch. Uh-huh. Let's just see how that works. Okay. But that's not what's really important. What's going on with you, Kathy? You know, there's not a lot going on with me. I Any had dick? A, no, because we were worried. About, I mean, I, I did stop bleeding finally. You were dick worried? I'm a week and a half closer to my OBGYN appointment. Let's see what the fuck is going on in there. My uterus is doing weird things. It's, <laughs> it's trying doing to get more rid weird of things? something. Like well, shadow puppets? It, it's more than the usual weird thing it does. Shadow puppets. <laughs> shadow puppets in, within the uterus. <laughs> It's E.T. Elliot. Fallopian tubes are all me, me. (laughs) (laughs) This would be cool. Come on, uterine shadow puppet. No, Boogie, no. This is what Conan needs. I will tell you. That is a very good band name. (laughs) Yes. What is it? Uterine shadow puppets. Uterine shadow puppets. It sounds very like 90s. you have to start that band. Sounds like a very (laughs) 90s type of band. We have like eight bands. We've never even rehearsed. I know. It's like concept. We're well, concept. you attempted to direct me in singing just now because no, I you can't did good. hear you did. anything except it for was you're good. like, and now. It, it was good. It was, we, I definitely feel like we're on our way to our first gig. Uh-huh. Well, I yeah. had a very normal week. So because we didn't want to push it and maybe make more stuff come out of my uterus, we took it easy. Uh, just but he did get his fucking blowjob, <laughs> heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. After breakfast. The after breakfast blowjob, yeah. Doesn't he <laughs> That's got to be humiliation. You're like, you got that... Mm, it's so humiliating. That taste of bacon in your mouth, and he's all, let me just get my dirty cock in there. And I just, don't know why I grease your mouth with back. bacon fat. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would be amazing. Get some bacon fat on his dick. Uh, you're all... <laughs> <laughs> don't need bacon-flavored loot, but I got bacon bacon. <laughs> I got bacon. Now, if I bacon would be, explorer. I would be more... I'd be happier giving a blowjob if it tasted like bacon. They do have bacon loop. I think I do. Do they? Yes, they have Man. bacon everything. That's true. They have bacon ice cream, bacon donuts. Yeah, they have bacon loop. I'm not even kidding. I've seen multiple wow. products. There's not just one. Oh, bacon you know, lube. I gotta get. I gotta get some. <laughs> I have to. You're all squeezing it on. <laughs> Feed around the corner. Feed around the corner. And he's starting Feed to get more and more scared. <laughs> Gonna suck your dick down. Oops, I bit it. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's the closest you're going to get to. It's like, let's make cum taste like something else. I'm like, let's just pour all the bacon lube. I like it. 
It's good. Bacon Lube is working for me, man. Bacon Lube. Right. I mean, I would love a sponsorship from a Bacon Lube. Uh, Dell, can you make that work for us? We would love to try a Bacon Lube. Can you contact one of these companies oh my God. and say, we want to we want to review your Bacon Lube on the show? Maybe. Uh, we'll do I'm it live. I'm trying to think of, like, Stockroom might carry some. Hey, hey. grab you some. We'll do it live. We want to do... Well, yeah. We'll I'll, test I'll, it live. I'll put it on my dick I'll, and you can no, suck No, I will make that Creative Explorer come in for that show. No! Can we put up, like, a partition or something? I so would you love, don't have to I would see totally it? Low job shadow that. puppets. I don't... I don't... Yes! I would totally... It would be amazing. Yes. Yes. I like it. If you make it work, as long as I can put up, like, a sheet or something. God, you are such a whiny little... Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just like, where do you even go from that? Stop whining <laughs> about men's penises. I'm not. Yes, you are. I don't want to see you put up a sheet. I can't see another man's penis. It's right there. It's behind a thin layer of cloth. <laughs> and my iPad. I'm just letting you go, Kathy. I'm just letting you just, <laughs> and an iPad. just get it all out. Just. Like, oh, it's just, do you remember <laughs> Seinfeld? The only thing between us and them is a thin layer of gabardine. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if you know it's right there and there's only a thin layer of cloth, why is it? It's just one step further. Kathy, it, that's, it's not, that's everyone's junk, it, though. It's, it's like, it's not that hey, I'm, look, there's a vagina under some jeans. It's not that <laughs> hey, I'm look, scared. There's a vagina under some sweatpants. Don't guys think that? Occasionally. No. You don't imagine people naked? Yeah. Boogie, you look like a deer in headlights. I, I, I'm like, how do I approach this? Uh, I don't have to like what I don't like. I mean, if I want to jerk off watching tranny porn, then there's a dick there. But it's a chick dick. Oh my god, you do? Yeah, I have, and uh, it's weird. Uh, there's like a whole thing around it, you know. Uh, <laughs> he was smiling he was, ear to ear. He's like, I didn't know. really? Like, I'll oh, fap to that. <laughs> well, it's like a chick, but I don't have to care about him because it's really a dude. I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, anyway, moving on. I had an experience. This, notice how I just totally let that go. Everyone's like, wait a minute. What, what just Let's happened? Let's move on from that Let's just move on from statement. that. Yeah, whatever. So I'm 2% gay. What do you want? Um, I, I'm not saying anything. That's fine. But right. no, so it's not I'm scared of dick. I just, if I don't want to look at a dick, then that's my choice to not want yeah, to look yeah. at it. Yeah, I'll put and it behind I, a curtain. I've got a big fine. black I, shiny you know, curtain. I mean, do you want to see me suck my dick? Haven't I? No. I've seen her head bobbing up and down. She yeah, did it mere yeah, two but feet you, away but from yeah, me. Yeah, but there was a table blocking. Would there be any circumstances under which I would want to watch that? If it had bacon on it? <gasps> well, it just get Have you a place of bacon, watch the bacon, just all the bacon. <laughs> this is it. Just a slab of Wait, cooked bacon. Okay. I would watch if you would give me a plate of ding-dongs to eat while I was in. Because then... There's a gas station right over there. You would not be looking. You would not be watching. You would be completely focused Why? on the ding-dongs. I've ding actually dongs. seen your penis. I mean, you know this, right? I mean, you remember having placing you your on penis the show. on me. I've been there. Yeah, but yeah. You, you like penis. Not all penises, Boogie. Not <laughs> my penis is... Wait, can't, let me tell you about my penis. Oh, God. Why Kat, did I start this? Kathy, this, this leads into the topic. Uh, all right. Before we can really get into the show. Something, then we must talk about your penis? It's a man thing, Kathy. Okay. This is a man thing, and I don't expect you to... Under, matter of fact, I expect you to check out. Mew's going to check out. I wouldn't tell Mew what was going on. Mew, do out. you want to Mew over so you can see my face while we talk? 
She's on the she was waiting. Over here. She was waiting for this. I wouldn't tell her. She's like, what are you doing? I go, I can't really tell you what's the process going because you're going to try to talk me out of it. You know, don't get arrested, whatever. There's got to be a um, jingle involved there somewhere. There's probably a jingle. Uh, <laughs> there's pro- probably did make a jingle. So, okay. So the ravioli, the car, has never been washed. And the dirt is like literally eight inches thick, right? Oh, boogie. So is it worse I, than mine? You've seen it's my car. Per, it's worse. It was worse. And so it's like I'm pulling up to storage and you got to pull up kind of close and I'm trying not to touch it. And it's to the point where I'm like, look, I, there's a certain part of uh, living in a car that you're like, hey, you got to feel clean a little bit. And so I'm like, I really just need to suck it up and wash the car just because I don't have a hose. And I'm like, I'll go to the little, you know, little do-it-yourself wash place. And so I've been putting it off and putting it off. And finally, I'm like, go wash your car. It was like 6 in the morning. And the U-Wash is open, whatever. And there's already like 50 people there on Sunday morning washing their wow. car, right? There's like a lot of people. But there was a spot. And so I paid the 3 bucks, And you get like four minutes. And you got to time it all out when you're poor. Because you're like, okay, I got one minute. I got one minute to rinse. And then you got to soap. And you got to soap really quick. And then you got another minute to rinse. And then, ha drive down the block. Dry off. Get some paper towels. Clean the windows. Done. Okay. So that I did. Okay. I'm very so, proud of you, by the way. And, oh my God, Kathy, the second that water hit the car, you just saw like cascading mudslide. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this really was due. And so I got the car clean, and then I got to storage, right? And I get to storage, and I get out, and I don't have to worry about not touching the car because it's not dirty anymore. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I run my finger on it. I'm like, oh, my God. My car is totally clean. And I open my door in storage, and I look at it. And it's silver, so you can't really tell, but I can tell that it's really – you know what I'm saying? So it's really clean. And I go, oh, my God. And I got so happy because the sun was coming up, and the sun glimmered on the clean car. And it looked different, and it was just clean. And it made me just – it just made me feel better. Because I've been, you know, you feel a little dirty and whatever, and you, just, you know, you got to really work at it. And I look at it, and all I can think of, and I go, "Oh my god, that car is so clean! I want to put my dick on it." I knew it. I fucking knew it. I just want to touch this clean car with my dick, and because that's a guy thing—is you got to put your dick on things. I don't that's, think so. That's what you got to do. That's not Del? a guy thing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Dell, you're an anomaly. Shut up. Put on your Matrix jacket. Okay. Yes, this is how I, I um, make your wishes known of I agree with you, but in such an offhanded manner that it's like, Kathy, it's like, he doesn't actually agree. I'm, he, it's great. Just Dell, you're out of the story now. Okay. You're, you, you failed story. I've been banned. So, okay. So I'm like, I swear to God, I, I got to put my dick on this car just because it's clean and I feel like that would be amazing um, for some reason. And then all of a sudden it became this process. Well, I can't do that because they got cameras in this alley. So I can't just like whip out my dick and like start fucking humping my car or put it well, against my car. Who said anything about humping the car? You were just going to touch your dick to the car. Yeah, but I got to you got to pull the dick out to do it. So, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's cameras. And so I'm like, I'm not going to do that here. And I like, haha, laughed it off and then I let it go. And as I'm driving, I start going well, where could I put my dick on my car? And then I started thinking about, you know, because downtown Burbank, North Hollywood, it's like everywhere has cameras. Every shop I go to everywhere has cameras. I can't do it in a neighborhood because obviously if you pull out your dick and put it on your car in a neighborhood, 
not a very family friendly activity to do. Very true. In a neighborhood, you know, you can't. I, I guess I could drive up to the mountains or something, and then you know. It, probably the rangers are going to catch me or something putting my dick on my car because I'm sure in my head most guys would be like if I explain the entire story if I got to that point before they fucking tasered me you know maybe they'd be like well you know I I can understand that guy's got to put their dicks on things so all of a sudden it now became this whole thing throughout the day because it was community day for Pokemon Go I had to go out and catch shiny turtwigs got like 400 of them and the whole day I'm out, I'm looking around. I go, I couldn't put my dick on my car here. I couldn't put... And it became this like whole like privacy issue. Like There's nowhere in the world for a man to just whip out his dick and put it on his car. And so it became like obsessive. You know, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, God damn, there's nowhere to put my dick on my car. And then I'm like thinking of like things to do. And then, and then finally I start going, well, I'm going to wait for night. And I'm just going to take the risk. I'm going to go to Fry's. Because that's not pervy. I'm going to put Fry's parking lot after they closed, you know, because it's Sunday. And I'm going to put my dick on my car. I knew it. Fry's parking lot seems to figure we, into done, a lot we've of We've done your... a lot of things. <laughs> so, Kathy, it's night. I finish all my little walking. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I walked like 20 miles yesterday. Caught a bunch of Pokemon. It was fun. Um, and now I'm going to go put my dick on my car. Don't care. I know there's cameras, but hopefully they're not watching. Pull into the parking lot of fries on one side of the parking lot where I was going to put my dick on my car because it's right by the cemetery and it's real dark. And because uh, dead people don't mind if you put your dick on their car. Um, it's not there. It's not. They don't care. There's some fucking dudes that are there like riding scooters, like learning how to put a scooter together or whatever. And I'm like, God damn it. Now I can't go to the place I was going to put my dick on my car and, and put there so i'm like okay the parking lot's giant i'll go to the other side of the parking lot so i drive around to the other side and all of a sudden i see a motorcycle going back and forth and at 10 o'clock 10 30 at night someone's given fucking motorcycle lessons to their friend where i would be plan b put my dick on my car and i'm like what the fuck now i'm like starting to get pissed i'm like i just want to put my dick on my car before it's dirty again poor buggy and so finally, I'm like, fuck it. Costco. Costco parking Costco, lot. Costco, well, outside the parking lot. I'm just going to go on the street. I know there's businesses, but it's late and it's dead. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? You know, like I can't just whip it out. So, you know, when I pee, Kathy, I don't know. Dell, do you do that? You don't wear shorts. When you pee, instead of pulling your pants <laughs> down all the way, like in the front, and like flopping your dick over the top of your shorts where you can shake off and get pee over everything. I kind of now just lift one leg and like tuck my dick out and then pee and then I can shake it and put it back in. And, so, and I go, maybe I'll do that. I'll just pull one leg up, expose my dick, pretend I'm looking at something on top of the car and make it happen. And nobody will be And the nobody wiser. will be the wiser. And right. then I can actually stick my dick on my car. So... And at that point, I start thinking, like, I should write a song about it. Sticking my dick on my car. Don't get caught. Feels good. Sticking my dick on my car. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, now I'm getting in the mood. And now, because now I know the moment is coming. So I'm like, hey, I could get arrested. And I didn't want to tell Mew. He's like, tell me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I go, I'm not going to tell you because you'll try to talk me out of it. So I pull up. I get out of the car. I look around. There's like six homeless campers, you know, a, a ways away. And I'm like, fuck them. They're crazy too, probably. 
I go over to the car. I look around again. I lift my shorts, expose my penis, pretend to look at something, and I press my cock against the side of my car. Kathy? Yeah? (laughs) It was good. It was cool. The metal was cold against my junk. And then I'm was like, it a spiritual experience? And then I'm there, and I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. My dick against my car. My dick against my car. Sticking my dick on my car. Don't get caught. Feels good. I rubbed it for like 15 seconds. Not a lot. I didn't like start You humming. humped your own car. I humped. And then I'm like, I got to pee. And so then I just turned to the side. I'm already there. And I peed. And it was funny because right your where- your car? Not on my car. I just what? cleaned it. It sounded like you did. It was funny though. I turned and I looked up and the sign right above where I was peeing while I was peeing said street may flood. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's all I got, Kathy. This is the show. I wanted to do this before the thinking atheist people (laughs) got to us. (laughs) Celebrate your veg because it rocks. Put a needle in your cock on fat life. I think it was a wise decision to wait. (laughs) It's like my song. I did that in storage. (laughs) Don't get caught. So that's a storage jingle. Yeah. It's Story. good. It sounds storage jingles. It sounds really good. Sounds so, okay. I got to work yeah. on the guitar a little That's bit. That's pretty funny though. <laughs> Kathy, Poor Mew. what? Look, look, she just moved. She made eye contact with me for about twice, and she's like, she's literally curled she's up like, sleeping on the floor. I'm going to move away. Why doesn't Mew? Why don't you bring blankets? You know it's going to be cold in here. Aww. She just smiled and tucked her head back into Dell's can- massive. Black coat. She can sleep on a rock. So, Kathy, what do we got now that I took 20 minutes of our time to talk about my dick on a car? Skyfire wrote a uh, post called... Skyfire! (laughs) Fucking love that name. My ears. My poor ears. Skyfire! Skyfire! I think he's ever going to let his permission to... It's a fucking great name. to do another... call them Firehawk because they've been playing Borderlands. Firehawk! Skyfire. It sounds like a move on Moltres or something. Uh, that's cool. It's a good okay. name. Skyfire is fucking great name. All right. He wrote a post called Comparison is the Thief of Joy, which is apparently a quote by Theodore Roosevelt. Wasn't he a crossdresser? What? Where do you get this stuff from? I don't know. You just make it up. No, he was not, as far as we know. But, you know, okay. those, those presidents, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> Who they, knows what they get up to like in the Oval yeah. Office? <laughs> All right. He says, Far too often I hear the word enough. Am I submissive enough? Am I dominant enough? Am I kinky enough? The answer to all of these is yes. Now, I have a lot of experience, and I have had a lot of play partners, and all of them were enough for me. The new girls, the experienced women, and everybody in between. They were enough because eventually they learned to just be themselves. You are the one that has to be happy at the end of the day. Just because someone else takes more pain or acts more subservient or contorts their body into crazy positions for pretty rope bondage does not make your over-the-knee spanking any less enjoyable. The things that get you off are just as valid as the things you watch others do. This is not a contest, nor are there any requirements to be considered kinky. Find your joy and hold on to it. Skype!
<laughs> now you have to do a jingle. Skyafaya. <laughs> you Kathy, really like that name. <laughs> I do like the name. Kathy, uh, there are... In in my first gut instinct, I love what he is, is trying to say. Uh, and it's very validating. And it's, uh, it's very important that he was talking about you have to be enough for yourself, I believe, was some of the thrust of that. But I do have, philosophically, I have turned that whole am I enough, am I enough, am I enough to the reality is that um, in some ways, no, you will never be enough. You will never be somebody's everything. Everybody has to be enough for themselves. Do you, does that make sense? I think we've talked about that on the show before, that no matter how amazing you are or how not amazing you are, that there is always something you are not perfect at. And I think what the message in this post was, hopefully, uh, that you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be the best you. And, but the reality is, is that, that devil's advocate comes in and says, well, if everyone was enough, why are we in so many different relationships? Because there's a moment where it's not enough. There's a moment where what you do and what they do doesn't work anymore and it's not enough to maintain the relationship. And that's the reality behind it. That's the harsh reality is that humans are fallible and some people want this at sometimes and sometimes they want that. I've had 50 different relationships. They are not here now. You and I are together. I, I, you know, hopefully that will last a little longer. But there is that point to where I don't like the word enough just because it, it gives everyone else the power over me. Instead of me being enough for myself. Right. But in particular, he's talking about comparing yourself, obviously, to somebody sure. else. In that regard, even in other, another part of the post talks about the, the, the exception to this is if you're a top and you want to expand your craft and you say, am I enough? No, I, I'm not. I want to learn more. Sure. But that's something, that's an, a question and answer that you ask yourself and you answer yourself based on your skill level, not because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. So I kind of agree with you, the term, you know, am I enough of whatever? I guess it depends a lot on context. If what you're doing is comparing yourself to somebody else, that's not, I'm not going to say ever, I I can imagine that there might be some possibilities where that could be considered a healthy thing. Uh, But for the most part, it's not necessarily a healthy thing to venture out into it, yeah, when you're it, it, asking yourself, I, I'm not as skinny enough, as skinny as that person, so I'm not enough. Uh, right. I, I don't, or I'm not valid because I'm not what that person yes. is or whatever. And particularly in the, in the kink community. I mean, you see this everywhere, but in the kink community, you're watching a lot of play, a lot of people doing edge play, a lot of people going beyond the limits that you have. Uh, looking a lot better than you, dressing a lot better than you. And you, you see the opposite too. Uh, but we tend to look at those that are better than us and, and go, oh God, I'm just not good enough. And um, that's where it can get toxic. And so I battle with this constantly. This is, I don't think this is ever going to be something. And in fact, uh, somebody, uh, the, the place that we don't go to anymore, I still don't feel like I want to go there. And a friend of mine was trying to entice me to go. And 
said, you know, you could play. And I imagined myself walking back in there and maybe playing with someone and going into a room and getting naked. And the first thing I thought, even after all these years of trying to empower myself is, oh no, I'm, I've gained weight and I was already fat mm. to begin with. And now I'm so fat and I have a disproportionate body and it's really quite hideous because I'm now 53 sure. and it looks a lot worse than it did 10 or 20 years ago. And I start running this litany of excuses through my head and it, it's infuriating to me personally because you always think you've come a long way and then those thoughts filter back in and you realize it's not that I haven't come a long way but this fucking monster is still on my shoulder yeah and uh, I'm I'm battling it always it seems like I uh, I absolutely agree and I have a lot of the same just mental mental hatreds self-hatreds body image you know everything now in, in my situation and, you know, Oh, I smell, you know, what blah, 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 blah. Um, I just, it really is that balance. If you are not in a healthy place with yourself to where you validate yourself and you're like, look, I, I hate the dishonesty of saying, Oh, I, I don't have to compare myself to other people, but socially that's, that's how a lot of things work. It works in how you get a job. It works in education. It, it works in a lot of ways. Uh, how you achieve socially is the better you are at certain things, uh, the more successful you are depending on what your ventures are. And so I don't have a problem saying Paul Simon writes better music than me right. because I've heard 900 of his songs and I've heard 250 of my songs and I put the two together and I go, Paul Simon has better songs it doesn't mean i don't have good songs and it doesn't mean i don't maybe have a couple really good songs in there but it's just fucking honest don't be afraid of that comparison i am not afraid of that comparison because to me what that does is it says hey i may not have the body of work that paul simon does but i also didn't have the environment and i haven't had a you know so maybe i could why don't i just try to write better fucking songs why don't I just try to achieve and become a better person? We've talked about this on the show, is that I really don't like that whole... Because whenever we get in this, you're not, you know, oh, am I enough? Oh, you shouldn't say that. Oh, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't compare yourself. You shouldn't whatever. In some ways, suck it the fuck up and get better. I don't mind knowing that I am not as pretty and that my dick doesn't stay as hard or my dick isn't as big or any of the numbers of things that I... There are lots of people in certain ways that are better. They're just better. And it's my job to accept myself and go, the package that is Count Boogie, that's enough for me to get through the day. But are there people that are, you know, have a lot more talent and, and prettier and whatever? Yes. The answer is yes. Have I been left for people that made the people that I was with happier? The answer is fucking yes. And in that situation, for that person, that specific person, I was not good enough. Suck it the fuck up and accept reality. Yeah. and But that's the question, isn't it? Can Is it possible for you to compare yourself to someone else and not get down on yourself. Compare yourself for any reason, like your reason in which you look at someone whose writing is better than you and it it prompts you to try and do better. Compare yourself for any reason and not feel bad about yourself. 
that's the tough part. And Most people not, just can't do it. It's almost impossible. Another example is there, the question came up of whether or not the next time Creative Explorer had a game day, if I would serve, you know, just wearing an apron. Sure. And I know some of the people that would be there. And these are beautiful women and uh, just nicer looking than me. Now, that's a fact. It really sure. is. They're nicer looking than me. And it's, and I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe if I got a much bigger apron than the one I have, that way it would cover more of me. And then I realized, God damn it, you're doing it again. Can you ever th- see yourself doing this? And I realized the only way that I could do this is I would have to do considerable work ahead of time sure. to get myself to that point where I, I would not want to cry just coming out there. I, and it would, I'm not sure that the, it's worth it because it's, it's temporary it's te- and, and it, it won't last. And it's a, a tremendous amount. I, like I have to give myself constant pep talks working up to it and, and, and buoy myself up without lying to myself. Not an easy thing to do. Sure. And so I don't, I haven't answered that question for myself yet, but I understand exactly what he says. I also love how he, he did put at the end that it's not that all comparison, you know, comparing is a bad thing. Sure. So I, I like that you brought that up because it's, it's absolutely true. Dell, do you have anything to add? You've basically covered most of it. Damn it. I need to stop talking. No. Well, like two minutes after I start. It depends on how you go about it because the, as Boogie said, you're always going to compare, but it's just the headspace that you go in with it. It's like, Oh, I want to do self-improve, and it's like, oh, they're so good at that. Like, I want to get there. Versus the, they're better than me. What's the point? I suck. And like, that's the it's victim really part. How you try to phrase it, like things of like, I don't know. Some people are okay. Go with me on this because now I'm. I don't know. I'm in a shitty mood now. I put my dick on my car, so I should be happy. You have uh, your car, man. And you got uh, your bucket list. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I bucket list my car. Um, but. The victimy people that literally preach and they write on their fucking Facebooks and Instagrams how they aren't good enough because this so so didn't file. So that way, all of their friends will then do the little march onto their keyboards and go, "You're good enough to me. You're good. You just need to turn that frown upside down. I think you're beautiful. I think you." And that is just fucking. Fuck off and kill yourself. That's really my first thought when I see that. Because just ask for attention if you want the attention. If you're saying, look, I don't feel good about myself. You know, I need attention. That's honest. Like last week when I said, please write to me and tell me that you love me because I'm that's, feeling very needy. That's true. By the <laughs> way, you, you terrified people on that show. People were like, Kathy, Kathy, was, okay? yeah, Kathy was legitimately... Is somebody going to watch her tonight or is she going to go into the maybe bathroom and get a blade? And- maybe, <laughs> maybe someone just sleep outside and just listen for the... <laughs> what is that? Skyfire! <laughs> now I totally... Is it the name Skyfire? Yeah. You yeah. got it right. I can't even remember a name that I've screamed out 80 times <laughs> in 20 Your minutes. Your mind is going. It was good. Well, it was a very good post. Thank you so much. Thank you, Skyfire! Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hurt your throat. <laughs> just lick me. Would you look at Mew? Look at her position now. Look, you can't even see her. She's just sprawled out with the cocoon. You know what the problem jacket. is? Is She doesn't have a girl to cuddle with and fondle and, or suck, a bed. and suck their heat from. Hint. Hint. Devil's like, what? Wait, you're talking about me? Am I supposed like, to grow I can do that? No, 
I don't think Devil is going to go lie on the ground. She's like, I have clothes on and... (laughs) Muse is like, oh, I, she's I under. I look pretty and I'm wearing You know, she's clothes. smiling under the, her head's cover. She's like, hee, 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 hee. No, she's fast asleep, I can tell. No, she's not. No. They're using the shoulder she's pads fine. as pillows. And the because shoulder pads were quite padded. large. They're yes. quite large. They're like They're very 1980s shoulder pad, yes. Who didn't love the goddamn 80s shoulder pads? <laughs> I am telling you. Perverted mailbox. All right, I'll make a new one. New what? A new perverted podcast. I know that's old school, but the perverted know. mailbox one. Yeah, the jingle. That's I was like, okay, you have a tough. bunch of perverted mailbox. I don't know why you use that one so often. It happens. It's they're set for their week. They're if weak. you must know, so there's must four I know? of them. Or so five. there's like five. I make like five, and then those. I like so, but all it's of time, them. You don't need more. To, you know, but that one's old. That one's really old. Okay. It's well, maybe cool. take that one out of the rotation. Put it. Yeah, take one it out of rotation. Okay. Get some, right. Do some magic. All right. So I did. I did. Uh, um, I don't know how this happened. It just came off very needy last week. <laughs> Yeah, you went, and then what was the best is at the end of the show, I remember, and you know I don't remember shit. That's true. But you went at the end of the show, and you were like this whole, and then you're going to fucking kill yourself, and fuck, blah, 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 and Dell and I are like waiting for you to turn and be like, I'm just kidding, you guys are all great, I'll see you next week, and you just kept going, and then you stopped, like in mid-hate, and we were like, oh, okay. That's the show now. And we like, we're going to just, uh, yay! <laughs> There's yes. no sharp objects in the room to slaughter us. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yay. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> well, I had a couple of people email. It was very nice and thinking that I actually did need the love, which I You I did. I, you all right, love. I did. Yeah, you needed Bacon Panda said, Kathy, I love you. You're wonderful, and I appreciate everything you do for the show. I hope you find someone to take your frustrations out on. Not me. Maybe try tying Boogie up in his sleep and smack him with a sack of oranges. He'll never know what hit him. Like, like bludgeon me? Like, now I deserve just... No, no, you bludgeon them with peas. Get it right. penitentiary bludgeoning, you know, just like mid. Why don't you put some soap in a fucking sock or... He'll never know what hit him. Some rocks from the yard. Fuck you. Just sending you love because you need it when I said thank you so much. That's so nice. She goes, you make my day every week, so it's only fair I give back from time to time. Bacon Panda, I love you. I love you too. I love our listeners. Have I Except said how just, much I love yeah. you? Not I mean, because at least, bacon is in your name. At least it was oranges. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, because I like oranges. I've been really kind of jonesing because I'm not eating it enough. It could be worse. It could be grapefruits. Those would be larger an owl. The problem is now I don't like, because grapefruits counteract the Viagra. Oh, uh, yeah. Can't have I can't Vi- take yeah. them because they mix badly with my Lipitor. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking grapefruits that I love. So no, don't put grapefruits in the socks that you're going to crawl in. All right. I'll use oranges. Use oranges. I like oranges. I'll come up to the ravioli in the middle of the night. Just like <laughs> shake it and like bust it and just be like, fuck you, fuck, fuck you. Here's your aftercare bag of orange juice. <laughs> Here, drink your pulp, you bitch. Pulp. I'll be like, why? Why, Kathy? I, I try to uh. support you. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop bludgeoning me. Look what I can do. <laughs> that isn't a safe word. <laughs> 
All right. The second one is Headley wrote to us in response to my telling him, would you please tell us what those two MP3s are? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, the MP3 files I sent are home recordings done on a reel-to-reel recording machine in the 60s, probably in someone's living room in Virginia. I am a hobby archivist of magnetic tapes. Most I post to SoundCloud, but this was too edgy for my wee bitty audience, or rather my ultra-Catholic girlfriend made me take it down. Five years together and no wunga wunga, but that's fine because my kink is Victorian repression as a form of Dionysian castration. That is what. That, that is the quote right there. <laughs> and now some information. Now there's something we can work with. I can't even pronounce that. I just saw. Okay. It's, it was amazing. I saw that line and I was like, and now we have something that. <laughs> I said, you got to let me read that on the show. He said, oh, okay. He gave me some more weirdness that, that I didn't understand. <laughs> that is when you see, that is where you go. This, perver- this perverted <laughs> podcast, we get to have all the fetishes. Because you just, I mean, it sounds so fucking specific that it's just so, I love it. I love it. I love, I mean, I put my dick on my car. I can't, I can't talk to anything. But it's just so, like, how people deal with, I mean, that's one of the things I love so much about doing this show is I see so many points of view because then my next question is, okay, you haven't had sex with your ultra-Catholic girlfriend. You're into this dystopian, uh, you know, oppression thing. So it's kind of like a chastity, castration. Whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever it is. Utopian, dystopian. Mad Max chastity. I'm pretty sure if you live in a society where no one has wonga wonga for five years, I will call that a dystopia. Okay? (laughs) I'm just going to say. Dionysian. (laughs) I don't even even Dionysian. That's like fucking 80 syllables. Dionysus is the god of wine. The Greek god of wine. I'd whine if I didn't get wonga wonga for five years too. Come on! Oy, okay. So I don't know if you have even heard them. I mean, they're they're kind of ridiculous. No, I haven't. I don't. Some are dude they, playing his I, guitar. Okay, I want. I can. I gotta find them again. I don't. They're know literally where they in are. our inbox. I okay, haven't I'll, deleted. Okay, them. I'll check. I'll check them in the inbox. Well, thank you, Hedley. But what I want to know is, let's get back to the fucking fetish or the kink. And what I want to know if if is Hedy is his name. Headley. Headley. Headley Lamar. Headley, Headley Lamar. <laughs> I wouldn't pay it. Mm. Uh, no, that was from Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> fucking blazing sound. Well, and then we'll just go put them back. <laughs> we'll just go put them back. No, what I want to know if he'll respond would be, what is the headspace you get from this process? Because obviously it's very long going. And there's a certain amount of because it's like the chastity and a lot and a lot of these guys like I don't get not having I I can sort of understand edging where you don't come for a little while and then you know you come but the whole idea of that being ongoing and and allowing that to kind of build in that uh, the whole like mental castration thing I'm like that's fucking fascinating to me like what does that do for you. I, you know, he could just be fucking with us, right? I mean, you realize that he could just... If he's... Have, that's very specific fucking. <laughs> it, I, I'm going to say no. If I didn't know that phrase, like, that that would be something deprecating, I would say, if I wasn't having sex with a girlfriend for ages. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe. If I knew that term, I would probably say that if I... Victorian repression as a form of Dionysian castration. 
I like it. I'm just I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I normally okay. just go for alliteration instead of very That's niche true. references. Headley, you got to write to us and tell us what that means. If it is true, if it is true, if you're just fucking with th- us, that's fine. We like to be fine. fucked that's with. Fine. Yeah, I'm not like I remember. I told you I, I hosted Loveline a few times when I was at K Rock, and uh, and there was always this thing to figure out who was lying. Like people would call up and they'd share all sorts of stories, and some of them would be bullshit. You know, and then to be like, ah, we caught you. This is bullshit. This is a bullshit question, blah, blah, blah. And my point of view is like, if it's a good question, I don't really care if it's bullshit because the answer is going to hopefully be helpful to someone who it's not bullshit to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, if it's blatant bullshit, then it's funny, then that's great. But if it's if it's at least valid and can start a discussion, I, I really don't care yeah. if it's bullshit. That's my thought. It's a very strange kink if it is. It, it, it's not strange. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderfully strange to me. But I would like to know about that. That's pretty good. I like it. Like it. When sex said from your grandma does not suffice, go to Perverted Podcast for some fucking advice. Now, Sonny, I'm going to give you some it. Don't stick your dick on your car. That's what my grandmother would have said. That's why you don't go to your grandma for some fucking advice. Because she'd tell you not to do it. Don't put your dick on your car. They would say do it in a garage. Probably. Don't you do, do, you do that in... At, why did all of a sudden my Jewish grandmother just got... You're now a peanuts person. Not even a voice. Not even a voice. I've had a lot of... I mean, is it okay because I was adopted if I have a lot of sexual fantasies about my grandmother? Uh... Is that technically biologically? Answer? Yes. Legally, no. Yeah, no. Bio- well, no. She wasn't my biological. Yeah, I, mean, no, I was that's adopted. Why I had my two-part statement because I, you know, I and just you make the devil cackle. You know, like when I, you know, I maybe never mind. Maybe I should just keep that to myself. I mean, I talked just about jerking off to trannies. Well, now why not just, just be necrophilia? Go for it. Yeah, ne- you know, necrophilia is not necromancy. It's it's not what it's not necromancy. Necromancy. Is, what, is that when you romance the dead? No, that's when you revive the dead in D&D. Oh, oh. Yeah, I guess that'd be cool. Like making a zombie. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer tried that. It wasn't very successful for him. What? <laughs> you made devil laugh. I don't think that was mentioned at the, the death museum. What? That Jeffrey Dahmer tried to make zombies out of his victims? By yeah, I don't, I don't think they mentioned the zombie bits. Injecting shit into their frontal lobes to try to keep them zombie, and it they never, it never worked, and, and they died. They still yeah. just died. They might have. But... No, they died. They, no, no, they, no. They, I mean, they might have had the thing at the museum, not that they It didn't talk about it. the zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he kept their frozen okay, heads. So, in the uh, that made it too interesting. What? That's enough. Is that, did you That's just call... Enough. Did you just My call limit. shenanigans? Yeah. All right, well, let's do talking something about There's no serial killers. This is why Conan will probably not have me uh, as a side. The character. shit into the brain comment just, did it. The, the shit into. <laughs> did I say shit into the brain? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, he. By oh, injecting no. shit. No, no, no. I meant like shit, like no, cyanide it. or so, you know whatever, like like drain. Yeah, but the Drano. image, drain that, that, that No, conjured. he didn't stick it up his ass. Squ- squirt out some shit and then put it in the brain. Now I've got the. Image. Now you're shit now for brains. Now you said it. Shit for brain. That's ah! the quote. Ah! Ah! Oh boogie! If that were only your kink. Ah. All right. This is from our lovely friend Amazon Princess. Amazon. She wrote to us and she said, I'm still very new to the community and getting to know people and letting people get to know me. I've got something I'd love to hear you guys' opinion on. How do you balance opening up to people with not wanting to give sadists knowledge to use against you? There seems to be a very fine line. For example, 
I tried fire cupping recently, and the person doing it knew that I get OCD about stuff, so they made sure one cup was way out of line with the rest. Another example is I was at a fighting class this week and made a comment about, hey, I'm on track to be bruise-free by Saturday, and I could see the glint in the other people's eyes as they were trying to work out how they could bruise me. I already have to do a lot of filtering of what I say around my unaware vanilla friends, and it's exhausting. I don't want to feel like I have to do that with my kink friends and family. P.S. Hashtag bring back Lois. Mm. Mm. Don't listen to that part. I have a comment if you want to start. Go right ahead. The comment is uh, suck it up. (laughs) You're going to have to explain things to people because uh, people are dicks. And they get their little thrills by fucking with you. And we all have a certain level of that where, we, you know, especially on the show, we all make jokes with each other. And, you know, Kathy gets her jabs in about me not taking money. And, you know, I get my jabs in about, you know, stuff not like that. Not looking at penises. Not looking at penises. There we and, go. And, and so there's a lot of things where we poke at those things. And it's a little thrill for us. And it also makes us closer. And it also makes us less butthurt um, about the bigger fights that we may have. And Kathy and I have talked about that a lot. A lot of the shit about the big fights we've had. Well, a lot yeah. of the a lot of the shit that we talk, like there, you have to do something really bad for us to get to that point to where it's like fuck this person forever. Who you and me? Are you? Yeah, about me. You and yeah. Me? Because okay. we talk so much shit about all, each other about constantly yeah, that true. it would have to be like normally. A, a fraction of the things that you and I say to each other would, would send yeah. people into a feud that would last for 50 years. But you and I know that we're doing it in a in a humor kind of way. Yeah, I'm sure that, you know, the road, road of it, good intentions. It's a mock blood feud, not an actual blood feud. Yeah. That's so right. I think when I read this, I mean, the first line of uh, how do you balance opening up with not wanting to give sadists something to use against you? There is, in my opinion, there's no way around it. You have to disclose your limits and you have to add on to it when you say, oh, look, I'm bruised free today and I would like to stay that way. That is, that is, you have to advocate for yourself unless you're in a relationship with someone long enough to where they know when to push and when not to push. Right. Though I think in that context, it was martial art people that they were saying that to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that, that would be like, they wouldn't know that etiquette. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She said a fighting class. The fact that they had malice and you know, look in their. I don't know. Well, that's. I, a, I mean, that that's a non kink scenario. But with the sadist, the sadist, you have to say, yeah, hey. yeah. There's a difference between like, hey, this is an actual limit, or like a soft limit. I'd rather you not do this. And the, hey, you you can do this. I'll get annoyed and. I might like it. Like you have to. Yeah, actually I mean, have are you being? Are you in brat mode? Are you in this mode? Do you like humiliation? Do you like if you like? Don't- I've definitely done the leaving my one toy slightly askew for someone who is mildly OCD, and they were just like, yeah, yeah. I, I get teased by Creative Explorer all the time, but because I've opened that door and I, I let him do it, and I, there are at times where he crosses the line. Uh, sometimes he knows he's doing it. Sometimes he doesn't know it. And I call him on it almost every time because I I like the relationship we have and I don't want it to grow into something that I don't like. And so that kind, uh, if I want that, that means I need to do the hard thing 
and call my dominance on something. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an easy thing to do. So actually, Creative Explorer had something uh, very aggressive to say about this, and I was kind of typing as he didn't, he thought I was typing something else. I don't think he knows that I was writing down what he said. (laughs) This is what he said, that this is speaking to her. You're actually lucky that these people have so openly shown you what assholes they are. Ignorance is a lot easier to deal with than malice. If people won't respect your wishes, you simply say, I don't play with people who do that. And then they can decide if they want to change. They don't have to change, but you don't have to accommodate people who in turn don't accommodate your play style. Bravo. Bravo. Now, here's my take on this. For whatever reason, this you've gotten this kind of reputation where the minute you open your mouth, you're they think you're broadcasting what it is that you want. Mm. And it doesn't, at this point, it doesn't really matter whether you did that unwittingly, whether you started it and they ran with it. It doesn't really matter. The the fact remains that at this point, your kinky friends and the people that you play with in a kink environment think that your um, declaration of being a masochist means it's open season on your ass. Which is not, it's actually not true. But for whatever reason, you've arrived at this place where most people think that about you. When you already have that established, and by the time you realize that you don't like it, if it's already gotten that far, you have to walk it back. And that's not an easy thing to do because you have to do a shit ton of work that sees almost above and beyond what you would have to do because the reputation is already out there. So you're going to have to do some crazy ass look i need to sit down with you two i want to talk to you guys as my friends and you're going to have to lay it out and you're going to have to explain something that to most people seems counterintuitive that just that you're a masochist so you want me to hurt you well no just because i enjoy pain doesn't mean that i get sexual gratification from it that i physically feel good that emotionally it feels good there are a lot of people who are masochists who need it, but that doesn't necessarily mean they think it feels good. Right. So masochist is a very um, broad term that can mean many things. And it does not mean that just because you're a masochist, anybody has a right to hit you. Well, I think, I mean, going back even a little further, I kind of go along with Creative Explorer. Anyone who is so... I don't even know how to, to use the term. Anyone that doesn't get it, Something that is so easy to get that just because you say you are this or that, that that automatically gives me permission to take that from you. That is, but that is a level of immaturity. Yeah. Which, of course, once we get more in the lifestyle and we hear all these things, that's when there's that learning time. It's like, oh shit, I kind of, you know, because I made those mis- these types of mistakes I made online we're kind of assuming that if someone says they're submissive that i can come in and and sort of start but, you know, douche yeah. dumbing. but this is why i said that it it, it it you're not exactly sure how you got this far because what if she has some culpability in this oh, we don't absolutely. know what if um because with all good intention because you are someone this has happened to me who doesn't like to be confrontational and doesn't want to be mean to people. You just let things slide, let things slide. And before you know it, you're so deep in the shit that to walk it back is going to take a tremendous amount of work. It's not necessarily, uh, we're not going to assume that the people that she's playing with are all assholes. Some of them are. But this is the good part about sitting down 
in whatever manner you want to, with one or two at a time, with a whole group at a time, and, and explaining to them what's going on. Because you're going to be able to separate the assholes who don't want to hear it or right, get offended right, right. from your true friends who hear you and realize uh, what's been going on. And an easy way to do that, or at, at least an element of that conversation has to be, look, I, I understand that that I have culpability in this, that I may have given the wrong signals because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. But I realize now that it's gone this too far and I need to walk it back and I need to explain to you guys that um, it really hurts me or I don't like it. Or like I said earlier, just because I'm a masochist doesn't mean it's fucking open season on my ass. I don't want to be hurt without my consent. End of story. I think that's uh, that's amazing, and I also want to throw in that uh, as far as like the personal culpability, and I've seen this so many times. Maybe for a year, two, three years, you really were just a, I like just everyone to beat me. I like you know, and so like that reputation that you talk about, right. where you put forward evidence to show people, yeah, I used to, I lo- I used to let you know, or you know, you're promiscuous and you like different people to do things. Maybe you've done a lot of scenes where you let everyone in the dungeon put a finger in you, or or whatever that is. You have the absolute right at any time to change what you like and what you don't like. Um, and that that could be the case at times because sometimes people are really bold and then they kind of burn out on their masochism or or whatever and they're like, I, I'm really not that into it. I mean, Mew and I have gone through all sorts of changes and what we're really into and then what we're not. And then, you know, and, and at that each time there's some change there, you're going to have to let the world know that knows that you have changed. Exactly. Otherwise, that's, they're not going to know you've changed. Yeah, that's another example I hadn't even thought of. What What if that's the case with her? I mean, I like Creative Explorer do, Explorer do so many things to me that I would not let someone else do. If somebody else teased me the way he does or treats me the way he does, oh my God, you are a fucking asshole and you're going to get you know my knee in your groin because I did not give you permission to do that to me. However... I have had experiences in my past that had nothing to do with kink. They were in the vanilla world in which I got a reputation for being treated in a certain way. Right. And this is in a work environment. And I, I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because the amount of work it took me to walk that back was was ridiculous. It's It doesn't make sense. And so... It, it it doesn't make sense in our own minds when we think you should be able to just stand up and say, I no longer want this. I don't no longer want to be treated this way when from now on, when you give me this, you're not, I don't want you to expect that I'm going to do it. And um, yeah, some people got offended and uh, some people, more people got offended than I would think. And there were very few people who were okay with it and understood and took responsibility and realized that was not in my job description and neither was the way you were you were handing work off to me so easily. And so uh, that's why I say it, this is coming from experience that sometimes um, having uh, to explain this to people, it seems like it's more work than should really be necessary, but it's not once you've established that relationship. Hmm. Well, look at that. Look at uh, Kathy and I and Dell and everyone in the rooms in the world. Why do you always say we're curing the world? That's sarcasm. We cured the world. Boredom. Boredom. That's it. That I will agree with. We cured the world of boredom. That is our show. 
Thank you so much, you guys. I love that you emailed me and said, did you love me because I was fe- I'm not were, feeling needy now. Because you were t- I had to do this. I had to like stop the show and be like, <laughs> Cassie, you got to kind of wrap this back into something positive. You know, people. I got nothing Just positive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, thanks so much anyway. Joining us in the Love Lab tonight are a catatonic Mew lying on the floor. Uh, has anyone seen her breathing, actually? Good. Uh, the jacket's moving. The jacket's yeah. moving. Yay! Just go <laughs> stick a finger in her butt and she'll jump. <laughs> she'll like that, though. From me. From you. Nobody else. <laughs> and thanks so much, Dad and Devil, for being here again, our only <laughs> audience member. <laughs> Some D&D in Kathy's special place. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. <laughs> zoom right over my head. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yeah, I knew the Dungeons and, and Dragons. Del and Devil. What? Del and Devil, what? Dungeons D&D. and Dragons. Oh! oh! <laughs> wow, it really went over. Uh, that did. <laughs> that's two Ds. <laughs> Buggy got it. <laughs> If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to give out this number anymore. Give us. Oh, no, wow, you're that's not right, the exactly. number. Exactly. I'm not giving it I'll out. I'll teach you how to check it. Fine. Teach me how to check it. I'll teach you how All to check right. it. You've been promising that for months. I know, right? Teach I'll me. do it next week. <laughs> All right, then. 424-226-2037. Take us out, Boogie. <laughs> Take me out. Take us out with a song. <gasps> Sticking my dick on my car. We'll see you next week! <laughs> Woo! Woo! And here's another song. We be bald. Do you wake up at night to find aliens burning crop circles in your pubes? Is your bush so thick that we don't even know if you're a chick or a dude? Trim your snatch. Don't be a monkey. Shave your balls. They smell kind of funky. We've evolved. So take a little care. Because nobody wants to choke on your pubic hair. Boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. Has the forest ranger stuck a ticket between your thighs for creating a fire hazard? Take some scissors to that hairy wild buffalo crutch and clean up that disaster. Trim your snatch. Don't be a monkey. Shave your balls. They smell kind of funky. We be balls. So take a little air. Cause nobody wants to choke on your pubic hair. Boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. You say, you say it's natural to have a hairy beaver. Well, taking a dump is natural too. That doesn't turn me on either. You say people who groom are insecure and giving into a fashion phase. Then why don't you get in a time machine and take your snobby, hippie, furry genitals straight back to the caveman days? Trim your snatch. Don't be a monkey. Shave your balls. They smell kind of funky. We be balls. So take a 
a little care. Cause no 